Common Sensors Podcast Consumers. Welcome to episode 34 of Common Sense Sundays with Go Tell It to the Wall. I'm, of course, your absolute favorite podcast host, the one and only Sean O'Rourke. Uh, I said this at the top of the video feed, so so apologies if you're watching just the video feed and you're gonna, getting it twice, but this is going to be a bit of a, a challenging episode. Um, bear with me as I'm definitely going to be, I'm, I'm very short on sleep, I'm very short on just energy and, and everything this weekend. I'm going to talk a little bit more about why that is. Uh, specifically when we get to mental health, but I do want to say just, just, just forgive me this week if if we end up going a little short. That's that's it may be one of those weeks. I know I say that quite a bit, but this this may be one of those weeks where it's literally just just cut off, and I'm going to get about as far as I can uh, through this episode. So that being said, we always kick things off with our social plugs. You can keep up with us during episodes, after episodes, for episodes, whenever you so please. And you can do that in multiple locations. One of those would be facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall. That's right, facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall. Uh, you can also subscribe to our YouTube channel. Head on over to YouTube, search Go Tell to the Wall, subscribe to that channel. That's where you're going to find all of our videos, all of our live feed. Uh, well, not live feed, video feed. Videos go up there. Uh-huh. We are getting close to live, though, as I've mentioned over the past couple episodes, and I'll talk a little bit about that shortly. Uh, but all of our video feeds go up there after the fact. Our parenting playlists, our Mental Health Monday playlists, our Mental Health playlists, our uh, beer reviews, all of that good stuff is is featured right there on YouTube, so make sure you're subscribed uh, to our YouTube channel. Uh, and then, of course, my own personal Instagram, which is SoCalSean. That's right, SoCalSean. Make sure you, if you're an Instagram user, that you you follow me on Instagram. Uh, get get some Go Tell to the Wall stuff, some funny content, just all kinds of great stuff on there, I, I guess. I, I'm an Instagram user, so I like Instagram, uh, but but definitely follow me on there if you're an Instagram user. And, of course, most importantly would be SeanO'RourkeLive.com. That's right, SeanO'RourkeLive.com is the official website for everything that is Go Tell It to the Wall, Common Sense Sundays, and of course, uh, yours truly, Sean O'Rourke. And you're going to find links to all those things I just mentioned, so if you don't remember how to find the YouTube channel, you don't remember the Facebook URL, you can get it right there through SeanO'RourkeLive.com. Uh, and you're also going to find exclusive content on Sean O'Rourke Live that you don't find anywhere else, including our Patreon campaign, if you have the means to help us out. Uh, that would be great, especially we're we're literally on the verge of new equipment coming in the studio, so every little bit helps with that. Uh, and our merch website, which you can link directly from SeanO'RourkeLive.com. Uh, new stuff getting added there over the next week or so, but make sure you pick up some some Go Tell It to the Wall merch, t-shirts, coffee mugs, all that kind of good stuff. You know you need those things to function, uh, so you may as well have a Go Tell It to the Wall coffee mug, right? Yeah, that's how it works, I guess. Uh, no show next week. No show next week. I mentioned this last week at Super Bowl Sunday. I am, uh, and especially given the circumstances of this past week, excuse me, Wall fans, I'm like all over the place today. Uh, given the circumstances of the last week, it's it's definitely important. I'm going to take that day uh, partly to watch the Super Bowl, partly just to spend the entire day uh, with my wife and daughter and, and probably eating a bunch of junk food and gaining weight. More on that later. Yeah, it's just going to be one of those days where I'm like, okay, let's put on a couple pounds of junk food today and and uh, and just enjoy the day. So no show next week. Uh, keep that in mind. We'll be back at it the following week, of course. Um, at full strength. So, uh, new gear being ordered now. I have uh, more or less concluded my research, uh, and this really isn't necessarily important to most of you, unless you are someone out there that really enjoys the live feeds, like I've mentioned the past couple weeks. Uh, new new gear in the studio uh, is going to give us the capability to once again go live, uh, while also maintaining this higher level of of uh, of content. Uh, 
quality, I guess you could say, because for those of you that have been around for a long time, uh, we sh I shifted things over software-wise and a little bit of hardware-wise, and, uh, and because we improved things uh, on the audio side as well as the video side, we weren't able to, to handle uh, doing live streams. So now, once, we're, once we bring in the new equipment, we will be able to, to do, maintain that quality, uh, but also have, have a live stream. Uh, if you notice, like, our, our video quality was not great. Um, for really from when we started video and, until uh, shifting to, to this new platform. And so we, once again, going to be able to do uh, live, actual live streams and get that interaction back. Something I really love. I know, I don't know if there's a ton of people out there, but there are quite, there are a few people out there uh, that have, have literally asked a few times uh, when's the live stream come back. So that is coming back. Um, we just got to, uh, we got to bring in that new gear and, and, Possibly by the next episode, since we're not, we don't have a show next week. Uh, could be happening by the next episode. I, no guarantees, but we'll we'll see. Because uh, we're finally at the point of of knowing what we need specifically, and uh, and that's what we're gonna what we're gonna be bringing into the studio. All right, some digital trends. Digital trends. I don't have a lot this week, and I'll tell you why. Because I I, I stopped myself as I was doing some digital trend research and. Um, not quite, not on this one, but uh, I, I had to be like, that's enough of that. Uh, but first one up is Gina Carano. She's been like trending all over the socials like crazy, uh, and and now we're still dealing with these dueling hashtags. Uh, there's a lot of, I, I I believe that it was like we love Jean, we love Cara Dune, uh, which is her character name, uh, and Fire Cara Dune, which is kind of funny because it's like, okay, you guys realize she's not actually Cara Dune, right? Like her name, her name's Gina Carano. Anyway, I digress. Um, it, it, these dueling hashtags been going on for a long time and showing support on either side. The funny thing is, and I, I get like show your support, and we have seen at times where a, a a possibly a canceled sitcom because of you know community posting and 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 support from from fans and everything else, maybe those do come back. Uh, however, when you have these dueling hashtags, uh, we know the Mandalorian is is not going anywhere. That that is uh, that is definitely. A, uh, a show that that's been quite popular and it won't be going anywhere and uh, so we, we know that we, it, this is a matter of you have a lot of people on both sides when it comes down to it it's just it's gonna be Disney making a choice here and the funny thing is whichever side ends up disappointed they're still gonna watch the Mandalorian so I'm not, I'm not sitting here saying don't make your voice heard it's just I feel like we've been doing this Gina Carano thing this little dance for a few months now and it's like all right let, let's calm it down it's gonna shake out however it is. You know, and, and and that's the way the cookie crumbles, I guess you could say. <laughs> um, but also keeping in mind that you're, you're probably a fan of people that have these views that Gina Carano, you know, if you disagree with her views, you're probably a fan of someone that has those same views. If you agree with her view, views, you're a fan, definitely a fan of, of some actor or actress out there who, who doesn't agree with those views. Um, and the chances are that you just don't realize it because they're not as vocal about it. And Gina Carano has fallen into that category of being very, very vocal about it. Um, and like I said, make your voice heard. Just know the mouse is making the final decision. And if she's, if she's still on a show and you're out there sharing the hashtag fire Gina, uh, fire Cara Dune, are you gonna stop watching the show? I, I doubt it. I doubt it. I'm not just, I'm, I don't like, yeah, I disagree completely, but, but it, I, I have other things to put my energy into as opposed to, to one actress who's who's tweeted out some silly things you know I, I don't know that's just I guess I'm just different like I'm not different like that but I it's hard for me to get that passionate about uh about that that particular situation yeah yeah now if we're talking like James Woods, <laughs> I digress uh hashtag chickens of Instagram 
this was needed this week, uh, considering the the last hashtag that we're going to talk about. Chickens of Instagram. Uh, this is if you need some some wholesome content in your in your uh, in your your social feeds there make sure you check out that hashtag chickens of instagram and actually uh for those of you that are fans of the dolly rots the dolly rots post they have chickens down there in florida uh and they post photos with hashtag uh, chickens of instagram and i'll tell you if you've, if you've never had fresh eggs or you've never been around chickens chickens are great nothing beats a fresh egg uh, i'm spoiled well it's been a long it's been a while now because i can't I haven't been able to see my parents for like a freaking year but usually i see my parents and they hook it up with a couple dozen fresh eggs and, uh, and and it's funny, someone will come over and be like, wow, these eggs are so good. Like, yep, that, that's the difference between these store-bought and these fresh ones, you know. Uh, and, and so if, if you have the means to do it, I kind of recommend getting some chickens for your heart. It's funny, I started this conversation with my wife the other day, and now she's got it in her head. Because in Los Angeles, you can have chickens. It's funny. Like, you can have them, like, in the city. It's just, you know, I don't know if it's a cultural thing that was kind of grandfathered in. Because you wouldn't think uh, in, in such a, a an urban area, like, like I'm, you know, I fairly large piece, not large, but a decent sized piece of property, but there's apartment buildings and stuff, you know, within a block or two of my house and, and there's lots of houses around. However, you can still have the chickens. So it's, uh, I might've dug myself a hole there and can we have some chickens in my backyard, but they're great just because you get eggs. Just make sure you don't get a rooster. <laughs> Roosters quite annoying and they don't lay any eggs. So you don't get anything out of them. They're just cool to look at and they're loud as hell. At random times of day. Misconception, too. Anyone out there that thinks that the rooster only crows in the morning? Random times of day. You're just going to be like, what's that? Oh, rooster's crowing. Okay. All right, this is the last hashtag. Hashtag silhouette challenge. Yeah, came across this one. I was like, what is going on here with this? Oh, man. I, I'm not approved by any means, but I was like, nah, this is a bit much for me. Um, I'd like to remind everyone out there that if if you need to, like... You need a little release or something. There's a lot of pornography free on the internet. You don't necessarily need to go through Twitter and do these silhouette challenge things. Uh, for those of you not aware, it's like it's people like they're dancing the lights on, then they're dancing the lights off, and they're like naked or whatever. I, I'm I'm done with this. It's fine. Like if you want to do the fine, do the challenge. But this is this 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 got me off social media for the rest. Of it. I was like, that's enough of that. Put my phone down, walked away a little bit. Uh, the one thing I found interesting is because it's a silhouette challenge, and it's like a shadow, you know, in the dark. Uh, and, of course, I came across a couple of these as I was scrolling through. Guy, you know, it's not just women doing it. It's guys, too. And I am curious what the percentage of guys doing the silhouette challenge uh, are, are faking it and maybe using a, uh, for lack of a better word, prosthetic in their... Uh, sensitive area i don't know why i'm pretending like dancing around this like i don't use f-bombs like crazy but essentially using a uh, a a a device that you might buy at a sex store that is most likely more endowed than they are biologically my guess is this is at least knowing guys and just in general and stereotypes at least 85 percent at least 85 percent of them are doing <laughs> doing this uh so if you need to be a little bit disturbed or maybe it turns you on. It's very, like, uh, voyeuristic to me. And I'm like, I don't know. But if you're into that thing, uh, the Silhouette Challenge. Which was also spawned from this Buss It Up Challenge. I still don't understand the Buss It Up Challenge. I've never enjoyed the challenges unless it's like something you're doing something good with it. I don't know. That's all. As you know, we have uh, often talked about the social media challenges here at uh, Go Tell It to the Wall. It's been a 
a, a backbone of the, the Go Tell It to the Wall and now Common Sense Sunday's podcast. But still, sometimes I've got to put down the phone, walk away for a few, and that's enough of that. All right, COVID updates, new mandates. Uh, finally, we're getting more official mandates from the federal government. It's amazing what happens when you have decent leadership uh, in the federal government. So we're getting some new mask mandates. Now masks are fully mandated for travel. Now airlines uh, and certain public transportation had, had, had said you need to wear a mask to be able to fly and, and ride up. But now it is literally a federal mandate, and I believe there are fines behind it. Uh, for those not wearing masks. Hopefully it's going to help slow the spread. Um, who knows? Everything's so backwards, which we're going to get into a little bit of. We're once again opening up too early, but I digress. Uh, hopefully it'll help, the mask mandates. Uh, there's a lot of vaccine delays, which we're dealing with, and I'm sure everyone knows about. And I, I bring this up because it's really funny. Uh, a couple days ago when my wife found an article about uh, you know delays in getting the vaccine out, and they're having trouble with the rollout. It's not so much a matter of... Um, not so much a matter of... of the amount of vaccine. In fact, they're, they're mismanaging it so much that there have been places where, uh, and I can't think of where it was, but they, they, their freezer broke and they had to get out as much vaccines as possible. Uh, I have a friend of a friend who, who waited in line for like 12 hours or something, got, got a vaccine at three o'clock in the morning. It's really just kind of ass backwards here. And my, and my wife, the other day, she goes, you know, why don't they just get some production people like event production people? And have them handle this. I mean, they're, like, they're used to handling something much more difficult than this. And I, <laughs> I can attest to this. I spent a lot of my career in, in event production. Uh, so I was like, yeah, no, that's it. I mean, it does make sense. And sure enough, I'm scrolling through some news today. Uh, and South Carolina was having some serious delays with their drive through vaccination center in South Carolina. And so what the mayor of that town did was uh, called the manager of the Chick-fil-A to come and help with the drive-through issues at the vaccine place. And the guy actually helped quite a bit and helped to get the cars through uh, the drive-through vaccine clinic because he is used to dealing with large volume of cars going through a drive-through because that's Chick-fil-A is notorious for their long drive-throughs. Uh, for those of you who've never seen a, a long drive-through at Chick-fil-A, it's, it's, if you live in Southern California, it's like In-N-Out. Uh, if you're in you know the Midwest Chicago area, it's like imagine Portillo's. Yeah, the, those places that you just you get these crazy lines and you're waiting forever and... It's that's how Chick-fil-A can be. I think depending where you are, um, you know, obviously in South Carolina, I always assumed with the Chick-fil-A because there's so many of them in the South. Like I remember that that was a mall. That was a mall food court <laughs> like restaurant, you know, and so I, I assume I've always assumed there was no line in the South, but maybe there is now. I mean, Portillo's was the same way. When I was a kid, there was no huge line to get Portillo's. You just went in and you ate a hot dog and you, you called it a day. And now lines around the block a la the way in and out is I now I'm saying, and that was the same way when I was a kid. Maybe it's just more large. I don't know, larger population. Anyway, um, so we'll see. Maybe they should do that. Get some production people in there. Uh, get the people that that run the Gate Road at Burning Man. Jesus Christ, that like that's a way to do it. They're used to that. This is this is like nothing compared to uh, running the Gate and, and Gate Road at uh, at Burning Man. Uh, but of course, speaking of vaccination sites, we had a little incident here in Los Angeles yesterday. Uh, with Dodgers, they have a mass vaccination site at Dodger Stadium. It was a mass testing site. They changed it to a vaccination site. You go there when you have your appointment, and you, you still end up waiting in line a little bit in your car. Uh, well, some anti-vax protesters and some right-wing groups went out there to protest uh, the vaccinations at Dodger Stadium. This is actually a thing that happened here in Los Angeles yesterday. They had to shut down, close the gates for the vaccinate the drive-through vaccination there at Dodger Stadium because these protesters were causing such a ruckus. Uh, there's there's no excuse. There's no excuse for this fucking stupidity. Um, 
There's no excuse to be an anti-vaxxer and all these other things. But even if you are that stupid, you're just that fucking dumb, uh, stay out of everyone else's lives. You know, stay out of everyone else's lives. Uh, I saw some pictures from the protests and people were carrying like 99.9%, you know, uh, uh, survive whatever rate and like all this other. It's like, okay, calm the fuck down. Like this isn't, this is that at Dodger Stadium, people getting vaccinated. It's not affecting these other people in any way, in any way. In fact, Scientifically, it's helping them because despite the fact that they're refusing to get vaccinated, it's still helping to stop the spread that they could be susceptible to. So Jesus Christ, people, it's just, it's the common sense. And that's what happens every time people are like, oh, those those uh, Black Lives Matter protests and stuff like, yeah, protesting the right to live, not get shot in the street. You're protesting the right to be a fucking moron. That's all you're protesting. Right. Well, call it what it is. This is black and white. Get the hell out of there. Go home. Just sit at home, stay in your house so you don't spread it, and we're done with you. Stopping other people from getting the vaccine. It's mind-boggling to me. I can't. I just, I can't fathom what would possess people to do that and what they think they're going to accomplish. Doesn't affect them in any way, any way whatsoever. Uh, But then, of course, here we are in Los Angeles, and I'll tell you, my week began with... uh, you need to wear two masks now. Two masks is the new one mask. And if you can't wear two masks, you should ideally wear an N95 or whatever, 90, and all this stuff. And then two days later, we have a press conference in the state. And they said, oh, places can start opening back up. And I went, oh, shit. Well, hopefully not Los Angeles. And then at first it was like, no, Los Angeles is still in this tier that they can't start opening everything back up. Well, later that day, uh, they announced that Los Angeles would start opening outdoor dining. Here's the thing. We had a small little dip in the numbers here in Los Angeles and in Southern California. However, we did, we've done this a couple times during this pandemic, a couple, like a couple different times. Wait until two weeks from now. Let's see where we are two weeks from now, because we're just, we're opening it up too goddamn early. It's a little dip and they're like, open up the restaurants. And it's like, do you really need to go eat at a fucking Denny's? Like, who, who can, why, why do you need to go to a restaurant? What is this insane need to go out and, and pay extra money, sit in the cold and eat? Now, I get if you're supporting a small business. I get it. But you know what you can do? Do some takeout. Do some takeout. My wife and I had uh, had some had some takeout uh, last night. My wife and daughter and I, my, my kid, doesn't really enjoy Thai food, but she had a little bit and, and some other things that we made for her. But take out last night support a small business it, it, it it's fine <sighs> and then this one hit me today i get up and i look at my facebook memories and uh i said this before and uh, my, my daughter asked me on new year's day what do you want for what's your wish for the new year and i said shows i, I want to go to shows uh, my mental health needs it needs a concert needs a show uh, you know and even if i can't get sweaty in a pit with a, with a bunch of people i just i need to be at a show that's that's what i got to do uh, and, and today, Facebook reminded me that one year ago today uh, was my last show. It's been one year since I was in person at a concert. Now, obviously, I've had some of these live streams and stuff and Dropkick Murphys and MXPX and Lesson Jake and everything. But it's been one year officially since I was at a uh, an actual live show. Uh, that was Vagabondi's Roadshow. That's what it, what's extra depressing. Half mile from my house. <laughs> it, I was down the street a year ago at a concert. Not a big one, but it was fun, and it was Vagabondies, and I loved it. And now i am been a year without one. That's COVID for you. Them's the breaks. Um, and obviously, this is not something that I really... Like, I have bigger complaints right now, and uh, 
And as I mentioned at the top of the show, I was surprised I could even get in here today. But I think for my own mental health, in a way, I just needed to to come in here and vent. And uh, especially knowing that I we weren't having a, a uh, an episode next week. Um, so from a mental health standpoint, what I want to say is, uh, and it's going to be a little personal for me this week, uh, I want to tell you, don't hold it in. Let yourself process. Let emotion happen. Uh, it's silly. That movie Inside Out from, from Disney Pixar, um, silly movie, but but it has a great point to it, and that's that you can't have the happiness without the sadness. And I think as a, definitely as a society, um, and a lot of times for those of us as parents, we tend to bury things deep down inside. Uh, I've been, I'm guilty of this even on the littlest things. Uh, and my wife knows it because and, and she will she will put me in check sometimes and be like, no, no, don't tell me nothing because I know that's just a week from now. It's going to be everything. Um, and I bring this up because it, it's it's happened in my house. Um, unfortunately, this past week, uh, this last Tuesday, uh, my family uh, had a death in the family on my, on my wife's side. Uh, my mother-in-law, Cynthia, uh, passed away. Um, she's she's had a long battle with cancer. Um, and I think it, it really was just her time and it was a shock, but not a shock. It was one of those things that, you know, you knew she wasn't doing well, but it just, when it happened, it happened very quickly. Uh, so it's obviously been a rough time, especially for my wife, my wife and her whole family. Um, and I'll tell you, I was, I was holding it together pretty good on Tuesday until we had to call my wife's 97 year old grandmother and tell her, um, that her, that her daughter passed away and, uh. Just to hear that reaction was was incredibly tough, and um, that's why I bring it up because it's been rough. And 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 I think my wife, I definitely have. My wife has also been doing the same thing where she thinks she's fine and she's just not allowing herself to have these emotions. And I, this is something I do all the time, especially uh, at a time like this, and especially with having a uh, a young kid at home. Um, so realize that your emotions are necessary realize that uh it's okay it's okay to break down sometimes no matter what it is even if it's a silly thing or if it's something as big as you know a death in the family or a death of a friend a loved one whatever it might be and of course this is exacerbated by covid which i think makes everything worse because my wife just wants to she wants to hug her dad her dad's stuck in arizona dealing with this because um, that's where they were living temporarily and uh she, she just wants to give him a hug and, and she can't do that can't really just travel to Arizona right now because of everything that's going on. That makes it even tougher. Um, so no matter what it is out there, wall fans, common sensors, if uh, just know that it's okay. You have to process. We all we all process differently, uh, but allow yourself to process. Allow yourself to feel those emotions. Uh, I've been struggling with it all week. My wife and I'm I'm trying to do my best just to be there for my wife and and I've been holding it in. In fact. Tuesday night, I'd, I'd been holding it in. I was just, just there comforting my wife. We hadn't even told my daughter yet. And uh, I was comforting her, and she went to put put my daughter down to bed. And I was like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do these dishes from dinner. And I, I had my headphones in, and I just I was doing dishes. It's getting a little emotional. And then I, I hit a point where I was, like, on the last dish, the last pan. And I'm scrubbing it. I'm scrubbing it. And as it starts getting clean, I just I just started profusely crying. And, uh, and I didn't know what to do. And I realized after about 20 minutes that I'd just been scrubbing a clean pan. 
Because I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what else to do. I didn't know what I would do if I stopped scrubbing this pan. And then, of course, I, I stopped, and I just I kind of gave myself a minute to, to break down and, uh, and, and process in a way. And it's, and it's been a week of processing, and this is nothing compared to you know, what my wife is, is going through at this time. Um, so I can't imagine. I'm trying to, to kind of fathom what she's dealing with, and, uh, and it's been rough. It's been really rough. I will say, um, and this was great, and I said this to my wife, I was like, you know, if the shoe was on the other foot, we, I, I, there, wouldn't be a, there wouldn't be a meal train and, and a stream of phone calls like you're getting because I'm just, I'm, you know, my, my wife is so well-loved. I don't mean that like I'm not loved. I just mean she, you know, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not as good about keeping those relationships going. And uh, so I will say that has helped um, immensely this week is, is people reaching out to my wife. To, to me, too, I've had a few people, you know, of course, reach out to me, uh, but especially to my wife. And um, I think there's a lot of comfort in that, um, whether it's family, friends, everything. And, uh, and so that has been an absolute blessing. Uh, another thing that's been a blessing is, uh, is a meal train because it's great. <laughs> my wife hasn't. My, myself or my wife, of course, I'd probably be cooking. My wife does most of the cooking in the house because she likes cooking. I, I don't. <laughs> I, I cook cook sometimes, but I'm not a cook. I don't like it's not a, you know, a couple things. I like making my sauce and that's about it. But uh, uh, the meal train ha- has been nice, although it's also a challenge because, uh, as you know, I've actually been one of the people that has lost weight over the pandemic. And uh, I keep I'm almost like blocking away. I'm like, no. No, not too much of that. Not too much. Nope, not too much of that. We got a couple giant boxes of Portos. For those of you that live in Southern California, you know what I'm talking about. So I got boxes of uh, frozen potato balls and chicken empanadas and meat pies and uh, and the the guava cheese. Pies. <laughs> anyone anyone from Southern California, like or that has even lived in Southern California, knows what I'm talking about. Especially the LA area. Everyone's pretty familiar with Portos, and I just got like tons of it in the freezer because they they do this uh like home bake thing where you you just bake them in your own oven tons of it so i'm doing my best to uh to avoid that um but nonetheless it's been a challenge and uh, i apologize to everyone for this episode because i know i'm just all over the place and to be honest my emotions are all over the place i didn't think i was coming in here today was a really challenging day um and from a parenting standpoint i i had to uh had to sleep on my daughter's floor the other night. I had to sleep on the couch the other night uh, so that she could, my daughter could sleep in our bed. And it's not something we do normally, but uh, my daughter's having trouble processing it. And uh, I think explaining the situation to a four-year-old was quite a challenge. We didn't tell her the first day. We told her the, the day after. Uh, and at four, it's this strange, not strange in a bad way, but it's this strange age where you're like in the middle, you know, not fully understanding it, but you're not like two where it's like, oh, okay, you know, type thing. Um, so it, it's it's strange, is what I can say. Uh, and, and trying to, you know, she almost seemed like she wasn't fully understanding. But then there you could see there was some understanding. Because uh, she said to my wife at one point, she said, who's your mommy now? Bro- broke my heart. When, she, when, when, she, when we first told her, she said, oh, mommy, your mommy. And then, like, the next day, she's like, well, who's your mommy now? So I think on a certain level, she's understanding that mommies can go away, and it's been a bit of an extra challenge uh, in that respect. I don't have an answer for it. I don't have an answer for it. Uh, and that's being being added in with uh, the fact that she's having nightmares. Uh, 
Uh, we've been dealing with some bad dreams and nightmares and stuff lately, and apparently this is a totally normal thing. So if you've got a toddler, four-year-old around that age at home who's who's also dealing with this, know that it's normal, uh, and, it, and it will get better, um, but it is. <laughs> Holy shit, is it a challenge. Uh, and you just want to have compassion, but you're also like, hey, it's 11 o'clock at night. We all got to get some rest here. Um, been quite a challenge. And I'm... It's, it's, I, you know, I'm kind of waiting for this to, to kind of hit, hit my four-year-old a, a little more and, and we'll see how it is. But I, I feel for you if you've got kids and this is a challenge you're dealing with or have dealt with, whatever it might be, uh, as far as mortality, like in your family, it's, um, it's a tough one, man. It really is. I mean, it's a tough one on all of us, but it's a tough one when you're, when you're dealing with kids, uh, really of any age, but just, she's like right in the middle and I'm like, do you understand? Do you know, you know? And, uh, it's, it's, it's a challenge now. And I think it's going to be a challenge for a little while, especially because she's not seeing anybody. So I don't know. I wish I had better advice on that, but I, I can tell you, keep fighting the good fight. Cause, uh, from the research I've done, uh, the bad dreams are going to get better. And it's, it's very much part of the, the, uh, the growing process, you know, the, the development process. That's the word I'm looking for. All right, let's talk a little bit about a, some common sense. In fact, I'm going to keep this. I'm, I'm starting to fade here, i got to be honest. I'm going on like, I, I think I've got like 10 hours sleep since Tuesday. So we're talking like five days. I'm average. No, I've probably got even less than that, to be honest. I'm not a lot of sleep this week. And that's literally probably less than 10 hours sleep this week. All right, common sense. we got a couple things and, and then a couple entertainment things, and then we're going to be done because I am I'm just, I've hit a wall. I've been against a wall for like days now. Uh, and, and again, apologies, wall fans, common sensors. We'll be back in full strength in two weeks, but common sense. Uh, we have a story out about the, about Publix. If you're not familiar with Publix, uh, this is a grocery store chain in Florida. I, I'm not sure if it's only in Florida. It, it might be further out in the South, but it's definitely in Florida, definitely in South Florida. I am familiar with Publix. Uh, when I was, uh, when I was very little, cause remember, uh, the one and only Sean O'Rourke was actually born in Miami. Uh, when I was little, that was our grocery store, uh, not far from our house. And in fact, uh, like multiple friends from church work there uh, as like, you know, bagger, bagging people, the, doing the bagging. And uh, I feel like back in the 80s, there was a lot more of the bring this card out to my car. And I know they do that sometimes now, but it, it was like really common back then. Bring this card out to my car. Uh, so lots of that. But I'm familiar with Publix. And if you're not, if you haven't heard about this, a uh, story came out that the heiress to to Publix, uh, who's obviously quite wealthy, uh, made a large donation uh, to to the the rally that was taking place on January sixth there at the Capitol, uh, and it's come out that uh, she is also a very large Trump supporter financially. So of course now there's a lot of backlash on the social platforms, um, and people are saying you we're gonna shop at Winn Dixie, which is another grocery store chain down there in the South, which would be funny because I wonder if it's the same parent. <laughs> company people do that they're like i'm not using facebook anymore just instagram for me like it's still facebook it's just a different platform they own it all uh so i i mean i don't know if that's the case and, and i'm not gonna sit here and say boycott Publix. what i will say is the common sense here is uh why why do they still do it like if you, if you really care you know it's gonna come out and there's gonna be backlash uh political donations are are public uh public knowledge these are it's public knowledge. You can you can take time, look it up, and you can see everybody that has donated to everybody in politics. It's it's public knowledge. This is not like a secret ballot or anything. 
so what happens is like these wealthy people and these these heads of companies and everything they always get shocked and they're like oh, I'm be like ha have you learned nothing over the past few years like especially the last four years you know five six years ago I'd give it to you like okay like calm down people but the past four years what do you expect people to do what like you knew this is gonna come out and even if you're in Florida where there is there's such big support for uh, the former president still you, you know you're gonna lose some business just don't do don't do any of it you, you know, don't support any of them. It's simple as that. Now, obviously, I would never financially support that side, but if if you're worried about backlash, you shouldn't either. It's just common sense. So we'll see. And, no, and honestly, everyone's going to forget about it. <laughs> everyone's going to forget about it. You think the Waltons aren't uh, aren't Republican supporters? Come on, give me a break. All right, Reddit stock trading. <laughs> the common sense here is is uh, if you ever wondered about the the wealthy class, um, really, what they say? Oh, work hard. If you work hard, the American dream and all this other bullshit. Yeah, we had that disproven this past week because a bunch of people came out and said, "Oh yeah, no, we're gonna work hard and we're gonna play your game," and the rich people said, "No, no, 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 not like that." That's not how you make money. That's how we pretend to make money and lord it over you all the time. We don't live in a free and fair society in this country. We don't. This is an aristocratic society. Everyone runs around like, oh, communism is coming, communism is coming. You live under a fucking monarchy, for the love of God. It's an aristocracy. That's all this is. The rich people. You can't trust any politician either side of the aisle. And we had we had proof of that this past week. Well, you know, a bunch of people said, "No, we can play this game too." And the people with the money said, "No, no, you can't. Literally, no, you can't." And I'll be honest with you, all fans, I didn't look too closely at mine, and I'm not invested in hedge fund. Uh, however, my family does have a portfolio uh, through a, you know, a uh, management company. I didn't look too closely at it, but I like to be honest. I'm sure my family lost a couple dollars. Not a not go bankrupt or anything, because it's not hedge funds and all this fake money stuff. It's more of portfolio. But I'm okay with that. Teach them a lesson. Expose it. Expose this. Wealthy people taking advantage of the middle class. It's been happening forever. And for every time that they tell you, no, no, you work harder. You can get to this point. We've seen this past week, all of that was bullshit. All of it. Absolute bullshit. I say burn the whole fucking thing down. Not literally. It's an expression. But keep going after them. Keep going after them. Bankrupt these hedge funds. Bankrupt these fake rich people. As we've seen, we had this... Oh, we have a rich president. <laughs> Do we, though? Look at his actual financials. Not rich. That's how it is with these upper upper class uh, you know, individuals that do stuff like play the stock market and golf on the weekends and all this shit. Golf clubs. What a scam. Imagine what that, imagine what that land could go to. This is some rich white idiot. can, And bring the golf hate. I don't care anymore. Go play virtual golf or something. You need a golf course. Walk around. Ride around in a cart. You ain't even walking a damn thing. You're riding around in a cart. Give me a break.
can play some racquetball or something. A wall. Not acres of unused land. Unbelievable. Country clubs and shit. Anyway, entertainment news. Yeah, I'm 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 lost this week. That's how it is. I'm all over the place, but I got a couple quick entertainment news things for you, and then we're gonna be done. Oh, I'm gonna save this too. Got three things for you. Uh, Street Gang, how we got to Sesame Street. This is a documentary that's premiering at Sundance. If you haven't heard of this one and you are a Henson fan of Sesame Street fan, definitely check it out. Uh, I cannot wait for this one. Uh, it's getting a lot of great reviews. Uh, I have a feeling it'll win a couple awards at Sundance, and then once it is released, this is probably one that I'm just going to buy. Because I love Henson, I love Sesame Street, and it's all about um, the the beginnings of Sesame Street and the origins of Sesame Street. And you got to love that street gang, how we got to Sesame Street. I especially love that because uh, when my daughter was younger, I don't even use the term as much anymore, but I'd be like, oh, I'm going to put on the street. Like, my wife was like, the first time my wife's like, what? I was like, Sesame Street, the street. Like, <laughs> slang for Sesame Street, the street, you know. Uh, all right, Foo Fighter vans. Uh, as you know, we love some vans here at Go Tells the Wall. These vans dropped on Friday. Uh, they sold out in like two minutes. I wasn't trying in particular to get these Foo Fighters, but they did sell out quickly. I will say, if you are trying to get these, these Foo Fighter vans, uh, the distribution from vans is, is really interesting. Uh, I picked up some slippers. I think I mentioned it. I've been trying to get these damn slippers for like two years. Two years. And they're selling out every time on Vans. I found them on Nordstrom. Picked up these. Oh, I did mention it because I had to return the wrong damn size. <laughs> Check your shoe sizes, wall fans. Uh, but, you know, these slippers. I, I couldn't get them on Vans. They'd always sell it too quick. Got them on Nordstrom. Uh, so always check the other sites if you're a big Vans fan uh, for the for the things that have sold out. It's, it's, strange. it's also strange, I think. Uh, that vans, certain vans are getting into the realm of Nikes and stuff, where, where the sneakerheads and you got to wait in line for hours. I'm never waiting in line for hours for vans. Now, I, I have no problem getting vans, uh, you know, through the through the sale section of the site. I find the style. I keep an eye. And you know what's funny? And here's a little trick too: is if if you see some vans like on the sale section, uh, if you're a Chrome user, open it up in Chrome. Uh, I even just leave them open on my phone. And what happens if there's a price drop on those shoes? Uh, they'll 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 notify you, and you go, oh. Now, well, they were $40. Now they're 20 You wonder why uh, why I have so many pairs of Vans is because I don't pay a lot for my pairs of Vans. Uh, but it's interesting. I think Vans is kind of getting out of the realm with certain things, certain special edition things, which means uh, when, if and when the Muppets Vans inevitably come out, come on, Steve Van Doren. I'm just kidding. The Muppets Vans. Let's give money to Disney, too, which isn't great. But I will... Buy all the Muppets vans, as I've said before, and I'll have to be ready for the second that they drop. Be like calling vans, like, who there can hook me up? Because uh, I don't like waiting for things. <laughs> like, I don't. All right, one more thing I want to mention, and I'm actually going to mention, uh, talk more about this. I just didn't have the energy uh, to, to talk specifically about it, and I actually have have the shirt um, that I'm going to talk about. Uh, specifically, it's basis against racists. This is a little bit having to do with that, uh, but I encourage you to check out Riot Squad Media on YouTube and on Facebook. Uh, this is a company that's doing uh, like PR work for bands and stuff, but also doing uh, like communication work. So they have a couple different shows, uh, revolve like quick YouTube podcast type shows uh, that go on to you, that go on to YouTube. Uh, I th they might also be on Facebook. You'll you'll at least get notified on Facebook uh, where they talk about certain bands, certain artists, uh, all kinds of great things. And specifically on one of their last things, uh, one of the last pieces of content they put out was uh, Paul Smith of Zombie Teeth Clothing. 
uh, and Lynn of Bad Cop, Bad Cop, talking about bassists against racists. Uh, so even beyond that, there's a lot of great stuff uh, from Laura Rose and Terry Smith out there at Riot Squad Media that they're putting out. So, so check them out uh, on YouTube. Just search Riot Squad. Uh, and, and we'll probably throw throw a link up in the uh, Facebook page, kind of the way we do with uh, with a lot of the other stuff we discuss on here so you can find them easily. But check them out. Highly recommend uh, some great content coming out of them. Uh, we're also going to talk more about it um, as, as we get into the basis against racists because that's an ongoing project thing. I just didn't fully have it in me, and I wanted to give, uh, give that my, my full attention as opposed to when I'm just like, all over the place and strung out. So that probably in two weeks we'll talk a little bit more about racists against racists. Uh, and until then, um, hopefully I, I'll be able to get some more sleep and function a little more normal. I don't know. I mean, I was never normal, but just more my normal, I guess. And it's just time. It's time. Uh, give yourselves time out there. Whenever, whatever it comes to, give yourselves time. It always gets better. I'm reminding myself of that, um, have been for the past week or so. So, so thank you for bearing with me. I know I was all over the place and I just, I needed to get in here. I needed, needed to put, put some content down, especially without, uh, being in the studio next week. Uh, and I, I am, it's been rough, but I am very excited about, uh, the direction that go tell it to the wall is heading in. We've got some other new content, uh, coming your way. I've just got to kind of <laughs> recenter myself here and, 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 uh, and, and get back, get back to feeling a little more regular, I guess. Uh, so thank you all for bearing with me on that. I know, uh, and if this is your first episode you're listening to, I apologize. Go back and listen to some other ones, especially the last couple episodes were really good and I wasn't as, as all over the place and off the rails and strung out and tired and and kind of, and honestly just grieving still a little bit. And it's, it's, it's actually, it's funny because I wanted to come into the studio, um, but as much as my mother-in-law didn't agree with me on a lot of, a lot of things content-wise, opinion-wise, um, was still a very big supporter of Go Tell It to the Wall. Um, and, and I, I appreciated that over the, the four plus years that, that Go Tell to the Wall existed. Uh, so thank you for that, Cynthia. And thank you to everyone out there uh, who's also done the same. Uh, and, and, and thank you to, I know there's many of you listening to this that, that I know personally, uh, that, that have reached out, um, either to me or more importantly to, to my wife, uh, to my brother-in-law, um, and, and all those different people. So, so thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, we'll get we'll get through this. It'll be better. It's it's just gonna take time and and uh, and and that that's that's what it is. You know, we we all go through these things, and uh, my family just happens to be going through it right now. It's just a little exacerbated because of COVID. All right. On that note, wall fans, common sensors. Uh, like I said, no show next week. We'll be back in two weeks. Uh, same wall place, same wall time. Maybe new equipment. Who knows? Uh, either way, new equipment is coming very 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 soon. Uh, don't forget to uh, to uh, like our page on Facebook, facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall. Uh, also, Instagram, SoCalSean is my username on there. YouTube, head over to YouTube, search go tell it to the wall, subscribe to our channel. And most importantly would be SeanOrourkeLive.com. Get yourself some merch. Let's see some more of that go tell it to the wall merch out there. Um, that's, we, need, we need it in the world. I've also I've got piles of stickers. And because I'm not able to go anywhere for the past year, uh, I'm just going to start... Once, once we do start opening back up, I'm just going to go places and be like, bah, and throw a pile of stickers in the air. Uh, so if you see Go Tell to the Wall stickers sitting on the ground somewhere, I was probably there recently. Uh, once we start opening back up, of course. Uh, so, so get those things. Um, and uh, like I said, thank you for bearing with me. Uh, I'm going to go uh, go take care of my wife a little more and my, and my daughter and, uh, and, and hopefully get some damn rest. Um, 
We'll see you in two weeks. Wall fans, common sensors, uh, podcast consumers. Uh, until then, this has been episode 34 of Common Sense Sundays with Go Tell Us the Wall. I am, of course, your absolute favorite podcast host, the one and only Sean O'Rourke. And remember, Wall fans, no matter what you do, no matter who you're with, no matter where you go, and no matter why you are doing it, always, always use common sense.